This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, hey, here we go. Three o'clock hour. Welcome back. Gwen and Chris. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Tony Gwynn Jr. should be joining us Anytime now, uh, he broadcast uh, earlier today the Padres one nothing spring training loss to the Kansas City Royals, a game that took a mere two hours and four minutes to play. Uh, welcome you back to the program here. We've got a daily gambit coming up shortly. And, of course, this is the uh, big weekend in Hollywood, Scraby. I know you're going to have your tux on yeah, Sunday. Probably won't Get ready even to watch, walk the red carpet. Honest. You don't watch the Academy Awards? Not anymore. I feel like it's kind of my civic duty. Your civic duty? Well, yeah. To go see a bunch of rich people talk about their causes? What's the matter with and... rich people? What? What's the matter with rich people? I just don't. I, I just don't. Why do you have a problem with rich people? I think over the years, the Academy Awards have... Um... Would you be better off if it were poor people vying for these awards? Yeah. You would. Because I, I feel like we wouldn't have to sit through the speeches that we get from some of these How do you know that all of these actors and actresses have tons of money? Um, because you don't. You don't. I'm pretty sure that Tom Bottom Cruise line, has a lot of money. you don't. I'm pretty sure Tom Cruise has a lot of money. Tom Cruise? He's not yeah. going to be the only one there, and he may not even be there at all. Well, well no, Top Gun be Maverick there. is there. Yeah, he'll be there because Top Gun Maverick. Actually, Top Gun Maverick should win Best Picture. I have odds based on, on that. Based on the movies I have seen... I would vote for Top Gun Maverick. I certainly wouldn't vote for Everything Everywhere All at Once. And I don't mean to be uh, critical of uh, Asian foreign films because uh, the movie Parasite won Best Picture three years ago. Yeah. Thought that was a fantastic movie. So this has nothing to do with reading subtitles. It has everything to do with the fact that it's a storyline I simply cannot follow. Uh, we got a tweet from someone saying the same thing. They can't follow it. I, I, I think... The reason maybe that it's going to be pick, best picture is because I, I think that the way that they had to keep the storyline in place was pretty incredible that they were able to write that out and go from point A to point Z by going through every different thing. But, but what was what? Tell me what point A was, and then please tell me what point Z was. Well, point A was starting. Basically, it starts with a woman who is just trying to figure out life. She's stressed out with life. Life is not going her way. Okay. And then she finds out there's many, 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 many different multiple universes. And there, it, her daughter is the, the evil person in the, the multiple universes. And so she has to try to stop her daughter from taking over the multiple universes. Thank goodness for her. 
Yeah. No. Okay. Well, I'll tell you one thing. That's as good of an explanation as I've heard from anybody. <laughs> okay, good. All right, let's get into the Daily Gambit with Academy Award previews and, of course, a bunch of sports stuff, including my getting uh, trashed in my betting last <laughs> night again. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. And everybody, please gamble responsibly out there, especially if you're going to gamble on the Academy Awards, because nothing is guaranteed in gambling. And I'm pretty sure nothing is guaranteed in the Academy Awards as well. Uh, it might be more, more guaranteed than a lot of sporting events. Well, they they do already know the winners. So Three someone knows. Three or four people do. Yeah, somewhere. see, this is why the WWE wants to get into betting. They want yeah. to do the same thing. WWE is trying to compare itself to the Academy Awards. Yeah, they're trying to do that. They'll be like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll make the results months in advance. Well, guess we'll tell what, WWE? Guess what? We do know that you are acting. So yeah. you've got that going for you, yeah. Which yeah. is which is nice. All right, the bets we made last night: Virginia and North Carolina. Virginia two and a half point favorites in this one. We both took North Carolina, thinking they were just going to cruise their way into the tournament, but Virginia ended that sixty-eight fifty-nine. Many many bracketologists think North Carolina will not make the tournament this year. Yeah, watch them make it anyway. Probably. Name yeah. brand recognition goes a long way. Yes, it does. Villanova and Creighton yesterday. Creighton, uh, five-point favorites in this game. Chris took Villanova. I took Creighton. Creighton won 87-74. Creighton's uh, the team that San Diego State lost to last year. They're a dangerous team. Yes, they are. They have most of the players back from that team a year ago. Dangerous. Let's hope right. that they're not going to... The, the Aztecs won't end up matching up against Creighton. No, so. Creighton will be a uh, top half of the bracket. Yeah. Uh, team a six seven kind of like so, the Aztecs. Yeah. Last year they were the play in. It was an eight nine. It was, no, an, it was eight, an eight nine, nine game last year. Oh, yeah, the Aztecs right. were an eight and Creighton was a nine. Uh, the next game we bet on Arizona and Stanford. Chris chose Stanford. Arizona favorite favored <laughs> in this game by ten all. points. But yeah, I mean you came close in this one. Arizona so only won by eleven ninety five eighty four. They don't cash any tickets for being close. No, they don't. You can't go up to the window and go, "Hey, here's my ticket," and the guy goes, "Oh." Oh, well, well you were close. So here's your money. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> that would be amazing if it did. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Like, you only lost by one point. Yeah, yeah we'll we're going to give you the money we'll today. We'll pay it for you. Yeah. All right, tonight's bets. We'll get to those Academy Award bets. But yeah, we'll get to them. San Jose State and San Diego State starts at 6.30 p.m. tonight. San Diego Wait State. Wait a minute, let me guess. Right. I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't. They really shouldn't be favored by any more than four or five points. Okay. What is it? They're favored by eight and a half points. Really? Eight and a half. Let me yeah. go see what the most up-to-date odds are on this yeah. right now. Because You know why? Because people don't know about San Jose State. San Jose State. Nobody knows about them. I, I, 
I'm really, I, I'm doing it. I'm taking San Jose State. Plus <laughs> You're the gonna do your thing. <laughs> There's the Aztecs are just not blowing this team out by double digits. I'm not seeing it happen. I am with you. I was going to say the Aztecs win, but uh, San Jose State is going to be close. Uh, the the latest odds are not too much different. San Diego State's now just an eight point favorite. Eight. Yeah, that's that's just too many. Yeah, I agree with you. Because yesterday it was, what, eight and a half for Colorado State, and they only won by three? That didn't even come close. Not even close. Aztecs never led by eight points at any time in that game. So both of us take the San Jose State Spartans. Oregon and UCLA tonight, 6 p.m. UCLA six-point favorites in this game. I'm going to go UCLA because they're very good. They are very good. Uh, Six points isn't all that much. You're going to go UCLA? UCLA? UCLA. ACC game right here, Duke and Miami. Duke, Good game. Duke is our two and a half point favorites here. Miami uh, is actually ranked higher than Duke, but yes. four p.m. start here, so it's getting underway in an hour. Miami is the number one seed. Duke's the number four seed. I'll take Miami. How do, see that doesn't make any sense. I I know it's based on record. It's but, name recognition. But Miami's number one, and Duke is the favorite in the game. The reason they're favored is because more people recognize Duke and are just likely to bet on Duke because of the name. So they do a spread to try to get the betting even. So they're trying to entice some people to bet on Miami and take the points. And is that what you just did? And I'm going to do it. Me too. All right. We're all three. We've agreed on all three games. Yeah, I don't like this. Next one <laughs> is SEC game 630 tonight. Vanderbilt in Kentucky. Kentucky. Kentucky is eight. Is it is or are? You got in my head. Kentucky is. Kentucky is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. In the the Wildcats are an eight-point favorite, but Kentucky is an eight-point favorite. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm decent with English, but that confuses the heck yeah, out of me. Yeah, you haven't figured that one out yet. <laughs> um, you go first by eight. on this. Eight-and-a-half. Eight I'll take Vandy. Vandy. I mean, they got a, they got a fighting chance, although Kentucky's starting to play well. I know. I was watching something last night, and Kentucky was being talked about, so I'm going to take Tucky. Okay. All right, I saw. I came across this too, and I thought this was a fun question. It was a poll, and it was which uh, mid-major is the best Final Four bet? And there are four choices: St. Mary's plus eight fifty, San Diego State plus nineteen hundred, Gonzaga plus six fifty, and New Mexico plus thirty two hundred. So, well, which... New Mexico is not a bet at all because they're not going to be yeah. in the tournament. So but that's a waste of uh, that's a waste of your money right there. I would say. Uh, San Diego State only got 19%. Gonzaga at plus 650, 48%. Sounds yeah. like a good deal. I just am not sold on Gonzaga for some reason this year. No, but the one thing you can say about Gonzaga, they're there every year with they a are. chance. They are. You know, and that's why, you know, you, 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 you think maybe this will just be their lucky year, although they made the finals a couple of years ago. They did. I would like the Aztecs at 1,900. That's pretty I mean, good. That's a pretty nice payout. I, I mean, Final Four. You just got to make the Final Four, right? Yeah, just to get there. I mean that's not easy. I not mean, you easy make it at sound all. Like you know, just got to make the final four. But, but you bet a hundred, you win nineteen. Considering the Aztecs have never been to the Elite Eight, the Final Four is two more gigantic steps away. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, but yeah, for nineteen hundred, I would, I would, I would throw you know a little money down yeah. on that. Yeah, I would too. So. I don't think St. Mary's going to make it. That's you don't I, think I they're going to make the play. tournament at all? No, they'll be in oh, the tournament. Oh, I, I saw them twice last week in the. Uh, West Coast Conference Tournament, I was not overly impressed. They got crushed in the championship game. They did, by Gonzaga, yeah. All right, to the Academy Awards odds. All right, Sunday night, the big night in Hollywood. For the best picture. Best picture. 
Everything Everywhere All at Once is minus 1,400. So yeah. they are predicting that to win easily. Yeah, no, but nothing is even close to it, really. Nothing. Now, the second movie, and I've seen this movie, and I did like this movie, All Quiet on the Western Front, plus 1,000. It is. I've seen both movies, and I yeah. liked both of them. Okay, you like All Quiet on the Western Front. Yes, it's I do. It's Western, is it not? No, it's about World War One. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's about like one. That it's was about close. Like trench warfare. Well, wasn't it the and, west part of the World War One? Uh, no, Western part. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't cowboys and stuff. It wasn't. That. I can understand why you would would make that you mistake. You kind of make it seem. Yeah, that way, the yeah. Western Front would seem like it was like in the eight, mid 1800s in like yeah. like Colorado or something. Right. Uh, the Banshees of I don't know how to say it. In a Sharon. In a Sharon. I've yeah. heard this movie is very good. It has I've a heard Colin it's Farrell. just squeamish. Squeamish? Yes. Meaning it's hard, hard to, to watch. watch because... Hard to watch, and I can't explain why. I'm just going to leave it at okay, that. Okay, I'm going to have to go look at this. Plus 1,200. And then Top Gun Maverick. Plus 1,800. I'm taking Top Gun Maverick, baby! I'm taking Top Gun Maverick, too, because I just don't want to see everything everywhere all at once win. <laughs> Uh, so I will take the money if Top Gun Maverick pulls off the upset. All right. That'd be awesome. Now, the best director, heavy favorites for everything, everywhere, all at once, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, so we yeah. don't need to really go after that. But the actors and actresses. Now, best actor is a movie that I will watch this weekend. You will. The Whale. I already watched it. Oh, how, what did you think of Brendan Fraser? It's tough Frazier? to watch also, but it's such, very a, sad. such a brilliant uh, acting performance, I must say, that he will win, Brendan Fraser. Yeah, he's minus 150. I, I, I saw him going through the makeup that he has to do every Ooh. single time. It is it is like hours and hours every single day. Of he had like, to put on over, what, 500 pounds worth of makeup or Yeah, whatever I, it was? I find the title of the movie, without seeing the movie, a little mean. A little mean? Because <laughs> the whale is talking about an overweight person, but I have to uh, watch yeah. the Movie. Well, he is clearly an overweight person. Now, did you see the Elvis movie? I saw a lot of it, and I liked most of what I saw. All right, well, he- so I heard us. Austin Butler did yeah. a really good job. He's the second choice, but I'll still take Brendan Fraser. Okay, best actress is Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, she's got it locked up. Although Kate Blanchett, I've never, I've never even heard of Tar. Her. Sorry, the movie Tar. Yeah, uh, she plays the leader of a, a an orchestra or something or oh. something musically in, in, inclined. I haven't seen it either, but I heard she was brilliant. I'll take. Kate Blanchett in okay. an upset. What about Anna de Armas for Blonde? I liked Anna. She did a really good job. That's the one there that I saw. I also saw Michelle Williams. That, right? Saw Michelle Williams in The Fablemans. Michelle Williams can act as well. She can. They're she good. Can. They're good. Um, that's pretty much it for for some yeah, of those. Yeah, let's bets. see how it turns. What's the Jimmy Kimmel? Bet? Oh yes, that thank was you, funny. thank you. So there's Oscar specials. Kate Blanchett to rewear a past red carpet outfit is plus six hundred. I have no idea how they come up with that stuff. Are they going to look up every outfit she's ever worn I'm, in the history of the Oscars? They have to. She's not um, going to rewear something. I'm going to get to the one you want me to get to last. But okay. any winner to trip and fall on the way to collecting their award <laughs> plus six hundred. So they're not expecting somebody to trip. You got to actually. Do you have to like that? That I need clarification on that. What? Do you have to just stumble, or do you have to actually fall and and it contact says trip the ground? And fall. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna bet on it to happen just so it'd be funny. <laughs> um, give, me, give me something to laugh at. I've seen it before, obviously, but I don't, I don't think, think I it can happens often. Going all the way down. Uh, the A stumble, other- maybe. The other one is wrong winner to be announced by the award presenter for any award plus one thousand any acting award. 
This did happen with the best picture a few years ago. Yes, it did. It was a big, confusing deal. Big, confusing deal. They announced one thing. The actual winner was another thing. So Somebody this went happened. running out on the stage and said... <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you, you just yeah. said the wrong movie. Why, why, why are you doing that? Uh, the wrong movie was printed here. That's why I said it. Uh, yeah, that was pretty bad. Okay. <laughs> I'll go no on that one. Plus 1,000. And then, Jimmy Kimmel to be slapped on stage during the Oscar ceremony of part as part of the act or other Otherwise, heavy favorite to happen at minus 400. So they're just saying it's, they're saying it's automatic going to that Jimmy Kimmel is going to use that moment of terror last year with Can you Will believe Smith. It's been a year? It's been a whole year since Will Smith uh, slapped, slapped Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. I still Jimmy can't Kimmel, that it's hard to believe Jimmy Kimmel would pass up that opportunity to make some sort of funny joke about it. Yeah, I, yeah. But now that everybody's expecting it, maybe he'll stay away from it. I mean... If they're going to even put this up and make it minus four hundred, they they must know that it's they it's, almost know it's ninety nine point nine. Well, I think they know happen. Jimmy Kimmel pretty well. Yeah, that's what that's what comedians do. So that's it. It's almost impossible to host the Oscars without at least referring to what happened last year because it's on everybody's mind. It is whether you want it to be or not. And Jimmy Kimmel might be the most perfect host for this. <laughs> he's he's pretty good, I gotta say. I think he'll do a very nice job. We'll take a quick time out. Those are our picks for the Academy Awards and for some of the sports uh, matchups coming up this weekend. Uh, stay tuned. More Gwen and Chris is on the way after we check traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Sour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture. Bob's Discount Furniture, home of the world-famous Bobopedic mattresses with all the comfort and quality of a national mattress brand for half the price. No matter your budget, there is a Bobopedic memory foam hybrid or hybrid plus mattress for you. Check them out at mybobs.com. 
Com. Matt Scraby, Cristello here in the Odyssey Palace. Tony Wood Jr. making his way back from Surprise the Peoria. He should be with us shortly. Uh, countdown coming up in about 20 minutes or so. Yesterday, Chris, we talked about Fred Van Bleep, as you would like to call him. Fred Van Bleep, yeah. Because he... he you, I was, you almost had to call him Fred Van Fired. Yes, I was um, very lucky that the, the, the dump button worked on the, on the board because I went through... Thought I got all of his swear words. Apparently did not. One no. of them got through. Anyway, we found out how much he was fined today, and he was fined $30,000 by the NBA, which to me... One for each swear word he delivered in that <laughs> Yes, there was 30000 There was. Uh, for me... And you caught 29999 of them before you played the clip. And still I could get fired. Yeah, but Even you if let I got one majority. slip through. But you let I, one slip through. I think 30000 I think that's a little light, honestly. He went directly at a referee and used bad language towards that referee. He said he was a a bleeping joke. Yeah, uh, and then some. And then some. I, I don't know. I mean, so what are you going to define him? A hundred thousand? No, like. I mean, what difference is it going to make? make I mean, it, you made your point. Thirty thousand's a lot. Okay, it's a pretty 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 good amount of money. I'm not saying that I'm mad that he got fined 30000 I'm just you saying just I thought want, it would be more. You were just looking for more. I just thought it would be more. You're looking for more. I you don't want care blood. what he said about Ben Taylor. You want blood. I actually enjoyed what he said I'll about t- Ben I Taylor. Did, I did too, and you know me, I'm a ref. You'd think I'd be on the referee side here, but I'm not. I'm tired of referees thinking they're holier than thou and bigger than the game. And that was the point that Fred Van Vliet was trying to make. Wasn't, I mean, A, he said he's a bad official, but he said he's a bad official because he holds a grudge. Yes, and he 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 carries over, you know, previous meetings. He's given uh, Fred Van Vliet three technical fouls this year. And he named Fred Fred named all of those. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, look for any official to hold a grudge that that's that's you know that takes us over to the CB Buckner baseball thing. Oh yeah, where he uh, refused to shake the hand of the uh, who was it the Cardinals manager. Yes. Um, in spring training. Yes. Yes. And, um, you know, the the Cardinals manager said, look, this guy kicked me out of a game last August. I mean, like enough's enough already. I went to shake the guy's hand and he walked away. I mean, that that tells you that that's C.B. Buckner. That's not fair to put that on all umpires. Yeah, it was Oliver Marmol, the Oliver Marmol, uh, Cardinals you. manager. Yeah, it's not fair to put that only on, you know, and say, well, that's how all umpires are. They're not. I mean, Tony can give us a you know explanation on that because he knows a lot of these guys. But uh, you know, NBA basketball officials, there's good guys and there's bad guys, just like in any profession. You know, I mean, we talk about this all the time with sports because we're doing a sports talk show and guys who get in trouble or guys that are accused of things or you know we have gun issues. You know, with the Sean Kemp story yesterday. I mean, this kind of yeah. stuff. And people send us, boy, this, this sports is just terrible. No, it's not. Sports is a reflection of everyday life. That's all it is. It just is on a bigger there's, stage. There's good doctors and there's bad doctors. And there's doctors that hold a grudge. And there's doctors that would do anything they can to help you. There's good lawyers. There's bad lawyers. There's there's shyster lawyers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there, there's every kind of lawyer. There's Ambulance every kind chasers. of doctor. There's every kind of real estate person. There's yeah. every kind of, you know, just businessman. Talk show hosts. Talk show <laughs> No. <laughs> Talk show hosts are all terrific guys. Uh, everybody. On, you know every one of us. Every one of us are terrific. But, no, I mean, sports is just a reflection of the rest of life. But I, I, I will say that basketball uh, would do well to root out a guy like 
what is it, Ben Taylor? Ben Taylor, yeah. If the things that Fred Van Vliet have 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 claimed are true. Yeah. I mean, if those are true, I wouldn't want that kind of guy representing my league as an official. So to me, the NBA can go ahead and find Fred Van Vliet thirty grand, which they did, but the NBA would be smarter to along with finding him to really investigate this and find out how much there is to it. They they have to. They, I, mean, I think it, they the, have the cat's to. out of the bag. They I think have to. I think you've got to investigate the guy. I think you've got to talk to some of his partners. You know, uh, on a on a you know a, 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 a anonymous hush, basis, hush, a hush hush type of like you know, an informant type thing. Well, it's not an informant thing, but hey, you've worked with this guy. I mean, you know, is there anything to all of this? And is everybody's going to sit there and say, "No, Fred Van Vliet's full of it." <laughs> it's Fred Van full of it. Then. <laughs> You know, all right, but but if there's any if there's any you know fire to this smoke, you know the NBA shouldn't want a guy like this officiating. I will say this for Ben Taylor: if you're watching a game right now, like tonight, you tune in a game and they say tonight's officials are so and so, so and so, and Ben Taylor, your first thought is going to be, man, this guy's a dirty official. He's it, a lousy yeah. official. You know what? I mean, I, when it, when I hear the name Eric Curry. <laughs> Yeah, Eric Curry still. <laughs> Eric Curry did a game last night, I think, in the Pac-12 tournament, and I was laughing because the USC coach lost his mind on a certain play and was screaming at Eric Curry. And but I'm whenever like, I hear that name, I'm like, "Welcome to it, pal." It has the same kind of association. Well, that ben it's, Taylor it's probably now. totally unfair to Eric Curry, but you know, the fact of the matter is, he was at the helm of three heartbreaking Aztec losses last year, and I held him responsible. Because if ben, you know, if the NBA is not going to do an investigation, I guarantee you that there are some fans out there that are going to be doing in the investigation and then well basically if the nba i don't th- i think if until the nba comes out and says something ben taylor is going to be looked upon as kind of a rogue type of official yeah just in general it's by true. people who follow the sport they're going to hear ben taylor's name they're going to think hey i got to watch out for this guy he's not giving everybody a fair shake out there yeah so the nba to me needs to put an end to it you know the nfl for as bad as their officials are and coaches get fined here and there. Players say things, and you know you see the reaction of uh, what was it, Joey Bosa? I get my, <laughs> yes, I get my Bosa's mixed up. Yes, Joey no, Joey, Bosa, Joey's the Charger. Joey's the nutcase. But but in, but you don't really ever look at an official, whether it's Carl Sheffers, <laughs> Carl or, Sheffers, or anybody. And think, you know, that guy's just a bad official. No. You don't hear people say things about NFL officials like that. It's, 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 the NFL's able to keep it pretty it hush is. hush because I'm sure, I'm sure there's got to be a coach or a player somewhere who thinks at least one or two referees just have it in for them. I'm sure that they do. And, and out of all the sports, I would say baseball has more than most uh, it, it, in regards to having a, officials that are well known for other things outside of being an official yeah like this guy is known for a lot of things angel hernandez is in mid-season form <laughs> and then we had joe west who was always in the middle of stuff and then there was other guys and then some of those are uh, umpires retired recently so yeah i, I just feel like the NBA and Major League Baseball are the two sports that you look at and you can name referees, which is a bad problem for them because you shouldn't know who referees are. Well, it goes a little bit with the territory. I mean, there's so many calls in a basketball game from, you know, throwing up a fair opening tip to how many times does the ball go out of bounds during a game. 
How many fouls are there called? How many plays could be fouls that aren't called? How many deflections? I mean, there's just a million things that can be called in a basketball game. But if somebody's feeling like you've got it out for them and that continues and it starts to override your work, NBA's got to do something to put a halt to it. Yes, they do. We'll see what they do. Lakers are in action tonight, by the way, returning to the court against the... Toronto Raptors and Fred Van Vliet. Oh, okay. Let's yes, see if Ben will, Taylor's out there I for doubt him. Ben Taylor no, I will doubt be on this be game either. tonight. Uh, D'Angelo Russell is uh, scheduled to return to the Laker lineup. Lakers have closed within two games of the 500 mark now as they effort to get into the playoffs, even without LeBron James. So. Um, in the Big Five. Yes. Do you know who Chael Sonnen is? Sonnen? I don't. He's a former UFC fighter. He's He was on ESPN for a long time as an MMA analyst. Okay. And in the Big Five, he has uh, made a claim that LeBron James is using PEDs. Who? So, Chael Sonnen. Sonnen? Right. He's a UFC fighter. He's actually a big name in the UFC world. He, he was a champion. He is one of those guys who definitely does not hold back what he says, and he's been an analyst for quite a while now, so... Uh, I will play that audio for you in the Big Five. I'm not saying I believe it. I'm not saying I believe it, but All right, we'll talk it. about that a little bit later on. More well, and Chris. No, sorry. Oh, sorry. It's no, I just got to take us out. It's okay. Tony Gwynn Jr. is uh, going to be joining us shortly. He is almost home. But when we get back, the countdown, top five Aztecs basketball players of all time. That's next on 97.3 The Fan. Welcome back. Quinn and Chris, Chris Ello. Tony Gwynn Jr. will be joining us soon. Matt Scraby as well as we uh, roll our way through a Friday afternoon. Coming up on our countdown. Today, the top five Aztec basketball players in history. Uh, not an easy list to put together. A lot not of candidates. A lot of candidates for uh, these honors. But uh, Scraby and I will do our best. I think I have a little bit more depth of knowledge. You having, do. having gone to San Diego State and been around the program for whatever amount of years, I have a I have a somewhat of of knowledge of the good. more recent years. More recent, well, most of the great history of the Aztecs basketball true. is in recent years. Yeah, you're right. I mean, let's be honest. Before you know, they started making the tournament under Steve Fisher. There wasn't a whole lot of history to the Aztec basketball. That is program. true. That is true. So. Uh, most of uh, their greatness has been in recent years. We will see who makes our list in just a few moments. Uh, a couple of quick notes. Uh, today, if you're just tuning in, the Chicago Bears have indeed traded the number one overall pick in the NFL draft to the Carolina Panthers. Panthers will be sending uh, wide receiver DJ Moore to the Bears, along with four draft choices. Uh, that is really the big story of the day. Uh, Baseball-wise, Padres fell to the runaway leaders of the Cactus League. The Kansas City Royals beat the Padres today 1-0 in a game that took a mere two hours and four minutes to complete. Craig Stammen, apparently suffering a shoulder injury, left the mound in the eighth inning after two-thirds of an inning of work. We will uh, find out more when we find it out, I guess, on Craig Stammen, but... Not good news at all. Hopefully it's nothing too serious for Craig, and he has a chance to pitch and work his way onto this ball club because I know that's what he would love to do. Uh, And then, of course, the basketball. Tonight the Aztecs will take on San Jose State. In the semifinals 
of the Mountain West Conference Tournament. Aztecs are favored by eight points. Neither Scraby nor I think the Aztecs will be able to cover that eight-point spread. That's a lot. That's Especially a lot. Especially with what they did yesterday. In a game that they seriously could lose. I mean, San Jose State is playing that well right now. And uh, we'll see. The Aztecs are, I'll say this. Aztecs are going to have to play about twice as good as they did yesterday if they want to win this game tonight by more than eight points. So uh, that's coming up after our program. But uh, we're talking uh, some basketball and previewing the game with Mark Ziegler in the 4 o'clock hour. Are you ready? I am. little rain falling outside. We better check some traffic. And then get into today's countdown. Yeah. Aren't you paying attention to Kelly Danik? Oh, I, I will now. It's now time for Gwen and Chris to rank their top five of the day. Going to grip and rip as usual. But this isn't just a regular top five list. I love it. It sounds sadistic, but I love it. This is The Countdown. And it starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. Before we get into the uh, countdown today, let's officially welcome into the program one Tony Gwynn Jr. Following a uh, a very quick game today, Tony. My goodness, two hours and four minutes. You barely had a chance to break open the microphone today. You know, at some point today during the game, I think instinctively it dawned on me that I needed to stop talking. Because the (laughs) uh, 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 the, the innings were going so fast i was getting caught and so you know it, 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 i got I, I figured out at about the I think the fifth inning i was like you know what i'm just this is not at the the tempo of this game is not conducive for me to like you know chime in all the time so it's one of those games it was a learning lesson today not a lot of chiming today no not a lot of chiming did you hear anything more on craig stammen than we already know no, not yet. I'm, we're, we're hoping yeah. for the best here because that was um, that's not a good that's not a good thing to see a guy like that come off, especially when he's been throwing the ball so well. So yeah, yeah, it, it'd be great to have him on this ball club this year. I think it was kind of a long shot coming in, but uh, Craig Stammen has done a lot of great things for this uh, for this organization, and uh, hopefully it's hopefully not too serious. Good. Yeah, hopefully it's good news. All right, Tony, we're gonna do our Scraby and I did a little research to put this countdown together. Uh, you haven't really had time to do that, but I, I thought you could kind of talk along with us. You certainly know the Aztec basketball program as okay. well as just about anybody. Okay. So uh, go ahead. Number five. All right. So here we go. You want me to go first, Scraby, or you want to go first? You go first. All right. My number five player all time in Aztec basketball history played for the Aztecs from uh, 2012 to 2014, and that is uh, the X-Man. Xavier mm, Thames. Yeah, for sure. Uh, absolutely has to be on my list. Uh, number one, he was the top player, you know, scorer his senior year in 2014. But most importantly, because that year he led the Aztecs to the Sweet 16, uh, their second Sweet 16 appearance. Uh, I don't think the Aztecs would have made it that year without Xavier Thames. They had some other excellent players on that squad, but. The X-Man uh, really came around. Uh, I remember him sitting behind some other established players. Uh, I think his freshman yeah. year yeah. was Kawhi Leonard's senior year. So X was just kind of sitting at the end of the bench. But uh, when he got his chance, uh, he performed uh, very admirably. What do you remember about the X-Man, T? I remember him being clutch. Clutch, I mean, yes. He, he Great was call. super clutch. Um, and, 
there was just a, there was a steadiness about him, especially. And the, the thing I liked most about Xavier was that the way he progressed each year, like it was like market improvement every year. And he got to the point where I remember, I remember a lot of times that year it felt like, man, just give Xavier the ball here. Let him, let him, let him do his thing, especially when it was late in the game. Yeah. His, his 2014 season was one of the better seasons anybody had. So he makes it as my number five selection. My number five selection is your dad, Mr. Tony Gwynn Sr. I obviously didn't get Only the number five, huh? <laughs> I see. I knew that. I knew. I knew where it was going to go on the list was going to be an issue. So I, I did it at number five. I did confirm through uh, some of our great listeners. They sent me messages saying that he is the assist leader in San Diego State history. Keith Smith was uh, with two different teams, so they combined them. But um, Tony Gwynn, buddy, that's a pretty cool record. And also, it's awesome that your dad was able to do baseball and basketball and be an athlete at such a high level in each, each sport. So, number five. Yeah. That took we, me until I was about 16 to be able to beat him one-on-one. 16? 16 years old 16. to beat him one-on-one. Yeah. On one. Were you a distributor like your dad? Yeah. Okay. I got lucky, Tony, because I got to play in about me. A handful of pickup games with your dad. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Never certainly in a you know in an actual game situation, but some pickup games. And they're some of the best games I ever played because <laughs> he put the ball right where you needed it to be to be successful. He was fantastic at quarterbacking a team, and I absolutely love getting a chance to play with him a few times that I did. Uh, Tony Gwynn Sr., number four on my list. Scraby. Number four. Jumping number four. Number, but, uh, number four, the all-time assist leader, as you said, with five. Number four? Yeah, that's a better than number five. I know, you're right. Uh, 590 career assists, played from 1978 to 1981. The great number 24, Tony Gwynn Sr., number All right. four. So my number four is going to be a guy who's actually playing tonight. Who's that? Nathan Mensah. Nathan Mensah, that's not an interesting call. And the reason I picked Nathan Mensah is because he's at the top of blocks. He's not leading the Aztecs in the history of their blocks, but he is someone who blocks a ton of shots. He's also been on the team for four years. He has a lot of wins, um, and he has one of the highest field goal percentages in school history. So He also has two Defensive Player of the Year awards Thank in the you. West Yeah, Conference. I was just about to say that, Chris. No, you weren't. <laughs> Okay, you're right. <laughs> Happy to help you though. But I am a. I've said this on the show before. I love guys who can block shots. Nathan Mensa can block shot shots, and so he's my number four. He blocked one at a very opportune time yesterday. He did, yes. With about one second to go in the game, he blocked that putback shot and helped save the game for San Diego State. Number three. All right, number three on my all-time Aztec list is the all-time leading scorer. In San Diego State basketball history from 2004 to 2007, Brandon Heath scored 2,189 points. He's the all-time leading scorer by over 300 points. Of course, it helped that he played four years. It helped that he chucked up more three-point attempts than anybody in the history of the school. (laughs) He threw up 800 attempts. Uh, but made a school record 281. The other thing about Brandon Heath, not only the greatest scorer in in uh, school history, 
But he was on the very first Aztec Steve Fisher team that made it to the NCAA tournament. So he helped the program turn the corner back in 2004 through 2007. Brandon I knew, Heath. I knew Brandon personally. I went yeah. to school with Brandon. This this dude was a heck of a ball player, man. Yes, he was. Uh, he, he was a, a good leader. He grew into the leadership role. Um, good Good cat. Yeah, he could hoop, man. I got, I, I, I get, it was, it's, you, that's back in, that's like my era right there. I, at least it feels like it's my era. Yeah. Well, that was their first NCAA tournament with Steve Fisher was with Brandon Heath. And yeah. I believe Randy Holcomb was the other key player yes, on that team. He, yes, he was. Oh, I like Randy. Randy awesome. was a good guy as well. Um, Randy was a, a little, I think he caught Brandon when he was like a freshman. Cause okay. I think Randy was, Randy was at the school. Randy was Randy. on his way. Uh, yeah. On to the NBA for a little while, actually. I think yep. He played for the Bulls yep. for a little bit. He did. He did. He was on our program talking about that. Yes, he, he was. Many um, months ago. My number three is actually going to be another shot blocking extraordinaire. Apparently, I was thinking shot blocking when I made this list, but Skylar Spencer is my number three. Skylar Spencer. He has the record for shot blocks in a season. He has the record for shot blocks in a game with seven. He also did it. He also had six shots blocked three times in his career. You're speaking. You're thinking defense here. Uh, yeah. Well, that's isn't that what the Essex are? Yeah, I can't what, say. What was, what was the category again? Top five, Top five Aztec men's basketball players, players of all time. Of all time. Okay. Yeah, and, and and I am someone who said I, I I'm not the expert on this, so I went through stats and <laughs> research and try to come up with everything. Um, so I'm trying to do my best over here. Do, do, right. Doing a good job. Good all right, job. all right. Thank you. Thank Skyler you, Spencer was at the heart of uh, some very very good Aztec basketball. Oh I, yeah, teams. I think he also has uh, a lot of wins too. He's one of the leading win getters. Win getter. Yes, he's a he's a win getter. <laughs> if you're going to go under that category, you know who the all time win leader is. I do not. Adam Seiko. Is that right? Oh. Well, he's playing in his sixth year, so that helped him. That definitely oh, helps him. Win-getter. Win-getter. Uh, victory, victories is what it's called, I believe. Okay. Uh, he had 31. That's a lot. Okay. Record 34. Anyway. Number two. All right, number two, <laughs> greatest guys. player in Aztec basketball history is uh, none other than the uh, two-time NBA Finals most valuable player, Kawhi Leonard. Um Kawhi has to be on the list, not 100% for what he did for the Aztecs, but a pretty good percentage of what he did for the Aztecs. I mean, San Diego State was still pretty much an afterthought in the world of college basketball until Kawhi Leonard came around. And all of a sudden, they were in the Sweet 16. All of a sudden, people knew who they were. And, of course, Kawhi Leonard's gone on to greatness. I Two might even be a little high for just what he accomplished at San Diego State, but for what he did for the program, I think Kawhi Leonard, for putting us on the map, helping us get on the map, uh, that's why I put him so high. Number two. Do you think that's a little high, Tony, or not? No, I think that's great. I okay. think you could argue he could be up one, but I, if who I think is your number one is your number one, then yeah, I think you got this. I think my number on. one is is Chris's number one. Because according to the stats, he did everything for them. But uh, my number number two, two? and real quick, i got to fit this in before I get a bunch of DMs about how I'm stupid. Skylar Spencer (laughs) has the most victories as a whole over his four years. He has 109 wins. He also has the the 31 wins in a season. 
Okay. So well, that was just to clarify the 31 win comment earlier. Yes, yeah. so I'm, I'm very afraid. Gotcha. I'm, I'm very afraid, Toby. <laughs> <'Cause> he, <laughs> he, 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 uh, <laughs> I'm getting nervous right now just thinking about it. All right. Um, do you want to even say your number two? or do you, No, my number two is... My number, I think our two and one are the same because my number two is Kawhi Leonard for everything that you said. And All I right. got to watch him play in the Sweet 16 against UConn. Even though they lost the game, it was cool to say that I was there for that game and saw Kemba Walker and all he that. Was, at that time, Kawhi was the lockdown defender, but he was like the garbage man. This dude got every loose <laughs> ball, every rebound. He always was like around the bucket, and then he turned his game into what it is now, which is yeah. you know one of the best. Yeah, and don't bring up Kemba Walker in my presence ever again. <laughs> that step back. I, I can because he's the guy that uh, drew the technical foul on Jamal Franklin yeah, that switched the momentum of that game. I know. Well, Kemba Walker's NBA career wasn't as what everybody thought, so maybe that was karma. Yeah, I don't know. I think you got to check, that, bad. check yeah. the numbers on that. <laughs> he was pretty good in the NBA. <laughs> no, I thought he was. Last well, couple of years, he faded off a little. No, bit, I was a huge Kemba Walker guy. For a while. I loved Kemba Walker on my Apparently fantasy not. team. But that, that's the problem is it was on my fantasy team, so I always thought he should have done more, apparently. Number one. Uh, number one played in my era, and uh, he has a school record 1,317 rebounds, second in scoring 1,846 points. Michael Cage that's mine too. is the number one yeah. Aztec of all time. I think uh, you might have put together the perfect list. Thanks. Thank you very Tony. much. Oh, oh. No, no, you, you had, you're, you're five and four. I don't know. So wait, I named your dad at number five. Or four and three, then I should say. Skyler Spencer and Nathan Mensa, my guys. Yeah. We all due respect and apologies to guys like Anthony Watson, Malachi Flynn, Jamal yeah. Franklin, yeah, and on down the road, Matt Bradley, Jalen McDaniels, yeah. Chase Tapley, Malik Pope, my good, Trey Kell. How many good players? Muhammad Jordan Shackle, Marcus Slaughter, shoot, Randy Holcomb, Randy, Randy Holcomb. Holcomb. We got to get the break there, guys. So many good players. All right, we'll come back with more Gwen and Chris. Chris, where's the fans? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 